Welcome to You're Grounded. I think language, communication, and translating thoughts to one another through our own perceived experiences is one of our greatest gifts and tools as human beings. Join us every episode and eavesdrop on what we're connecting on, and hopefully our chats can inspire you and your friends' conversations, and at the very least, make you feel more grounded. I'm so grateful to share this conversation with you. Well, here we are. I am on a couch if you're watching the visual version, but if you're listening, just cozied up with my little Colin. I'm so excited. (laughs) So I'm so stoked to have Colin on the podcast today. She is someone who inspires me. She inspires so many people, not just me, but in the way that she just gracefully has the energy to move through life, to move through trials and tribulations, to move through challenge, to move through growth, and to literally move through movement movement (laughs) itself. (laughs) Um, I actually met Colin through the movement of spin classes about probably like we were trying to figure it out like two to three years ago. Yeah. And we just, you know, when you just meet those people and immediately you're like, there is just something about you. I know you from a previous lifetime. I just get you. I love you. That's what I felt when I met Colin, (laughs) (laughs) was just immediate love. Mm, And and so I was just like, I need to spend more time with this girl. And every time I see you, it's always that same feeling of I want more. I want more time. I want more time. And we just spent way too much time this morning catching up and hanging out before (laughs) recording this. But... I have no regrets and I'm so grateful. Same. Yes, <laughs> me you too. You wanted to be here and spend this quality time with me. So thank yes, you. Thank you. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and so Colin, like I said, is such an inspiring woman and she's like all of us going on our little life journeys, figuring it out as we go. Mm-hmm. Really just. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you as can hear it all in the tone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Figuring mm-hmm. it out as we go. But I just really wanted to have you on today because there's so much that you can share whether you see it in yourself or not as far as just like wisdom and empowerment that I think a lot of people can relate to in the fear of jumping off the high dive into just complete uncharted territories, uncharted waters, if you will, of what to do. I mean, you and I are both women that can relate because we left the corporate world. We mm-hmm. left like a lot of structure. We tried something else on. We're mm-hmm taking acts of bravery and just figuring it out as we go yes (laughs) and you and I had talked this morning and I was like I feel like what do we want to talk about today what's kind of the overarching theme and we kind of got stuck immediately you got stuck immediately on we focus too much on the outcome rather than the joy of the experience of getting there absolutely and if that's something you needed to hear today (laughs) yes I know it's something I needed to hear today. It's something that we can all live through in our truth. So Mm -hmm. I just want to hear what your experience has been in the past year. I mean, give us a recap. What have you been going through as far as the joy of the experience? Well, I think, you know, I've been a victim to my own mentality in that I've become, you know, a slave to the outcome to the point where I almost neglected the ability to see outcomes that were even more in alignment with who I am, right? So... 
in the last year, I, yeah, in the last year I started a job at a spin studio. Um, and, and, and in my heart, I felt that leadership through movement was something that was new and exciting. Um, that particular studio didn't end up being fully in alignment with my personality. And I got so attached to the outcome of what I wanted to become that I stopped, I started sacrificing pieces of me to fit into a community that wasn't the right fit, not negative mm. or positive, just not correct. Yeah. Um, and then when, you know, when the universe as it does uh, <laughs> threw me on my butt and said, try again. Good old universe. It's, it's like Always playing us on our operation. Toes. It like beep. It's like, oh no, I need to move differently. Um, it actually, when I stopped being so obsessed with the outcome and just released and started moving in alignment with just like what made me happy as, as fate would have it, I was asked to, you know, once again, do what I wanted to previously, but in a community that more aligns with me. Mm. Um, and I think just like when, and the joy of the experience when I let go and I stopped caring so much. And in this scenario, the surprise, surprise, it's being a spin instructor. Right. Yeah. And so when I stopped caring so much the last six months about being an instructor and I started caring about the people around me and the quality of my athleticism on an individual basis and the community members lifting them up rather than focusing on my own outcomes and success, if you will, yeah. uh, is when, you know, I started, experiencing success because when you make other people feel lifted up um they want to see you lift up and yeah. I think that's a part of like we all look for f infamy right and that's not really where our true alignment comes from so I don't know if that makes sense absolutely but, yeah. does it make sense <laughs> when you release the attachment of okay I'm gonna try on this new role I'm gonna try on this new job I mean because even before spin you were in a kind of corporate more yeah. traditional job retail baby yes. yeah no thank you <laughs> I'm like as not even in like a negative word of grimy but as grindy grimy as it gets yeah service or retail 100% you know I respect anyone and myself included that have been through those kind of jobs to be yeah. able to really know what <laughs> face to face with the public is like mm -hmm. but unearthed from that you were able to take the bravery of like you know what I'm gonna put my happiness first and maybe at that time maybe not you were like well I'm going to try this and I think it's going to make me feel this. Yeah. You know, we make change because we think there's a certain outcome that we're going to gain from it. Right. Yeah. But the learning and the wisdom really comes from, okay, like obviously that's what made you take initiative, mm -hmm. but what actually was the lesson that you learned through that process is the more that you cling to that outcome of if I do this, it's going to make me happy. If I break up with this person, it's going to bring me joy. If I date this person, it's going to make me happy. If I, do this to my body, it's gonna make me happy. If I, mm -hmm. you know, there's so many things that we are motivated to because of the outcome itself, mm -hmm. which I think is part of the equation. But if we think of it like a pie chart, that's only 10%, if maybe yeah. less. The other remaining percentages come from, okay, the joy of the actual experience and the lessons that I'm learning through that entire motion. Yeah. Rather, and it's so, it's so stereotypical, like, you know, it's not the finish line, it's the journey there, you yeah. know, but it's, it's, it's so true that we can monotonously just get tied up in like reaching the goal, reaching the goal, reaching the goal and never finding the satisfaction that's not breaking the tape at the end of the race. It's yeah. the satisfaction of there's so many things in that process that can bring us the exact same feeling as they finish yeah. while we're through the experience. Yeah. 
I think it's like the insecurity of the unknown, right? Like people are terrified of what they don't know. So it's much prettier to put like an image on a goal. But then sometimes like if is the goal not to be happy, right? Ultimately, (laughs) literally every day we're just trying. (laughs) Yeah. Like we're just trying to be happy. But then if we don't know what makes us happy, it would feel a lot better to put an image on it. But sometimes we get so obsessed with the image that we start to neglect the intuitive voices in our body that tell us what makes us happy. Like, you know, when we were kids, I I wanted to be an astronaut. I don't think that's where I ended up in alignment. Like, unless, you know, yeah, the universe is like new spin coaches and space but um you know I think it's it's easy to remember like the universe or whatever you believe in gives us these little voices in our body that tell us what works and what doesn't and if if you're heading towards a goal which is great because you have to start somewhere but then your little voices start telling you it's not right Mm. that's where we have to learn to pivot Mm. and be like hey you know what this isn't in alignment with me and that like ability to release the ending that's where we have to release it and that's where it's hard too is because we glamorize like we said like oh i'm so focused on the glamorization of what's going to happen when i get here yeah that even in the not even just experiencing and focusing on the joy of the process of getting to that. Yeah. But also I think a lot of women and people that I know, they're like, okay, I hit my goal. Now what? Like it's very anticlimactic or like you just said, there's so many times that we're not even aware of, oh my gosh, actually this isn't feeling how I thought it was going to feel. You know what I mean? Or this, "Eh, this is different than how I had it played out scenario wise in my head. And we will suppress that and be in denial of like, I'm just overthinking it. Like Mm -hmm. suppress, 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 because Mm -hmm. we're like, no, 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 no. Like the outcome is going to be exactly what I want. It is going to be what I want. When instead being able to redirect and be able to see the change and be able to listen like, okay, well, I started this journey thinking I was going to go to outcome X, but time to pivot and that's where the bravery comes from because it's so much easier to just suppress and just keep your head down and just think I'm on this one track and one track only rather than be editing along the way and we've all seen that image on the internet that's like success looks like and it's like a million ups and down little hills rather than just the like smooth instant trajectory and to everyone else, you look like you're successful, right? Social yeah. media, like you set a goal and you accomplished it. So everyone's like, wow, good for you. Good for you. And even when it's not in alignment with your tummy and like you don't feel good, it's like everyone around you is saying congrats. So yeah. you're like, maybe I'm just not experiencing yeah, so you're, gratitude. Then you're having imposter syndrome of yourself. Like, yeah. oh, like, no, this is what it's supposed to be. Like, I don't know why I'm not feeling like it is, even though everyone else out externally thinks it's this, yes. you know? So, yeah. so true. We've all fallen victim of like, thinking we're in the right place and trying to convince ourselves we're in the Mm -hmm. right place when in times it's okay to admit like, oh, you know, I tried that on, ended up not being what I thought it was. I'm going to try this now. I mean, life is all about just like trying on a million different kinds of shoes. You know what I mean? Just figuring, trying on a million different kinds of hats and figuring out like what actually feels right. But you don't need to always reach that finish line to be able to experience the joy or the realignment or the reassessment through that process. You don't need to get to the end to then realize you need to try something else. Yeah. You don't need to marry every guy you date (laughs) and life is the same way. Like you don't need to be in a marriage and be like, this isn't for me. Like you can respectfully. And I think we don't give ourselves that grace, right? Like we, because we don't see it a lot. Like, and I think we're in such a beautiful world right now. And I think that's why I was so drawn to fitness. It's like, you can 
start later in life. I never did. A, I, I homeschooled PE. Like I didn't, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> I and this. I don't look like a, you know, an athleta model and my cat is eating your hair i'm so sorry he is a friendly boy and we love him he i'm is, like for those not watching online he's Colin's a cat one of colin's cats is crawled up onto the couch during this conversation and is toying with my hair and i'm like you want to play with my hair are you my boyfriend i don't know he's been single for eight years so he might not be ready relatable content <laughs> I love it. Oh my, oh my goodness. But yeah, we don't give ourselves that grace. Yeah. We, 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 when we commit to like careers or when we commit to even our branding, I had a conversation yesterday about personal brands and how when we start an image for ourselves, you know, there's that famous, she went through a breakup, so she cut her hair. Like we get obsessed with the physical or the tangibles in our life and we forget that everything has to do with how we feel what we see is makes us feel a type of way. Right. And mm-hmm. so perception it, is reality. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's just like when it comes to, you know, anything in your life. And I think a lot of it comes down to career or just like drive or what makes you happy or hobbies. Like it doesn't have to look cool to anybody else. And I think that's where we get caught up. Yeah, absolutely. Cause we think about like, Oh, how is this spring perceived as my brand? And yeah. that's something that's unique to our generation is, you know, people before us, they still felt these same feelings we're experiencing, but not to a degree where it was publicized, right? Yeah. Because even if you're not someone who is public, super active on social media, like, it's fair to say that there's a small percent of the population who's just not on social media at all. But majority of people are being perceived, even, to be fair, even without social media, like, everyone had, like, a brand, whether you want to call it that or not. Mm Mm-hmm of their close circle of friends their entire life. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, if you had to describe so-and-so, what would you say about them? Yeah. That's their brand. It's just more monetizable, like Mm -hmm. influential now that we have a way to exploit it however we design through social media. Like that is kind of in our control rather than just living our lives, how that might be perceived by our close friends. So I think personal branding is something that's so interesting because, yeah, we're so consumed, whether we like it or not, in the way that we're coming off to others. Even yeah. if you're fully accepting and loving how you're coming off to others, it's still mm-hmm. something you think about. Yeah. And we don't give ourselves that grace of like, oh my God, people are going to think it's weird that I only did this for like a day and then changed my mind. But also sometimes that's people's legacy. Like I just learned about in my human design that like, yeah. I am someone who's meant to try on a lot of things throughout life and yes. gain the wisdom from those experiences. I don't just have a one track of what I'm going to do in life. Yeah. And that's not what society tells us. They say like, oh, well, back in my day, I worked at the same job for 40 years. If you don't do that, you're not loyal. You're not hardworking. It's like all these negative connotations that we should all be on the same track. When in reality, there's so many ways to experience life. And there's so many ways that we can give ourselves more grace in trying on different things, trying on different people, trying on different experiences, trying on different styles. I mean, whatever form of expression or personal journey that you have we need to give ourselves more grace and not worrying about how it's going to come off externally to others and enjoying that process and gaining the wisdom from those experiences rather than just focusing on like so many people think you know oh that was a waste of time Mm -hmm. I got to where I wanted to be and it was a waste of time or I didn't get to where I wanted to be and it was a waste of time Mm -hmm. and that's where the anxiety and regret stems from but I think it's the exact opposite that we need to embrace is look how much joy you got getting there. It wasn't all horrific Mm -hmm. and not even just focusing on the good and ignoring the bad, but what did you learn through that process? That's going to now direct you to the next. 
Yeah. There's no way to not reflect to go on to whatever your next move is, whether that's career, relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to have that experience of like, you know what? At least I gained this from that. Or at least going to that other job, it led you still to this. It's like, you know, yeah. from well, your I mean, own personal experience. Even I got a degree in music and I was like, I don't want to use this because they make 30000 a year. And yeah. I... I don't that's not going to work for me yeah. and you know and so then you, you sit in it and it's it's all about gratitude practices right it's just like oh like did I waste my time in my career with music did I did I waste my time and I chose to leave obviously but it's like that now I'm in a fitness career that's music centric and my ability to translate music into movement is something that contributes to my success but there were so many chapters in between you could never correlate the two and it's like I think when people stop being obsessed with the ending and they just ride out intuitively what feels good in the moment the universe will stack in your favor period and the second you release and you just sit in gratitude and you do what feels right it's so funny how the unimaginable becomes your reality because I didn't know what spin was like three years ago I was gonna say did you even think no. The moment you were graduating with your music degree. I'm going to one day turn this into music through movement as a spin instructor. No. Hell no. No, I was I was addicted to Reese's Fast Breaks, you know, <laughs> sitting there singing my opera songs. Like, I, you know, I was, there I'm was... Like, can we get a sponsor? <laughs> yeah. Reese's Fast Breaks. No, I had to give it up. That really was... That's another conversation. I had to give up. I was at a gas station and I w- ran in for my Fast Break and I was oh like, this is... I got. We're at a level. We're (laughs) we're reflecting now. I've never felt like that in my life. We've raced to the fast break. We've reached the finish line. I threw it away. I was like, I've got to (laughs) change. Because I would, you know, it was, I don't know, that's really a time. That was a time. The reflection. And that fast break was the beginning to my spin career. (laughs) To the the long lasting break. Yes. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. It's just, it's, I don't, and there's so many, it's so funny because this conversation is so clear cut but at the same time there's so many ways that applies that it just gets you passionate in your mind right because it's like there's so many things I mean you don't know it's it's kind of morbid but you don't know when or how right things are going to end for you or someone you care about period and it as much as that freaks people out once again fear of the unknown I think the more we can sit in the moments that we're provided and sit in gratitude and like do what feels good and I'm not saying feed into like you know gluttony or things that like just feel good but do things that align with your vision like Mm. it feels good to clean the house yeah because I'm in alignment with being a clean person because I like my space to be clean because it makes me feel organized and successful and open and clarity or like healthy food I feel good treating my body well like those are when I say do things that feel good like still be responsible yes not just dopamine wise like dopamine's great we all love dopamine we love a good dopamine we love a good little hit but it's like (laughs) You got to be able to know, yeah, what feeds your soul aside from the instant gratification of those experiences yeah. too. And if you're feeding your soul, you'll never go wrong. And you know when things aren't feeding your soul. And if you continue to sit there, like you're not wasting time, Mm-mm. but you're spending time making the lesson a little bit harder to learn. Yeah. You know? so. And it might take more repetitions to get there. You know? you'll, get, you'll get to your outcome. And yes. you're so attached to the outcome that you lost yourself on the journey. Yeah. And not letting our egos get in the way too of mm-hmm. redefining what we're going to do next. Like I said, that personal branding, our ego attached to like, oh, how's it going to come off if I do this or if mm-hmm. I dye my hair, or if I leave this job or I just started this and I'm going to do this. It's like, whew, yeah. no one's going to know 
what you learned through that experience, but you also or understand it. And that's okay that they're not going to understand. Like the ego has such a hard time with releasing the attachment that not everyone's going to understand to your capacity of your experience. hundred percent. Well, think about yourself as like a jealous high schooler. I remember there was this girl named Paige Baldwin. She was literally the sweetest, most beautiful person. And I couldn't stand her because she was so sweet. You know, there's going to be hater. And like, I look back and I'm like, yeah, Colin, you were really gross for that. And it's like, I just couldn't stand her because I just wasn't at the level of yeah. kindness that she was at. And it's like, or you admired that. And you, yeah. And I couldn't, yeah, I, I was too figured. young and immature to reciprocate that. You know, I yeah. had a bowl cut and braces. I was like, Same screw girl, this man. hundred percent. <laughs> and so it's funny. Like you, when you move with not caring and attachment to even like what people think of you, like mm-hmm. they're going to judge regardless. There's going to be people for their own reasons that you cannot control are going to form opinions about you. Mm-hmm. So you cannot spend your time worrying about that. No, like all you can do is sit there in the mirror and care about your opinion of yourself. And that's truly the only attachment you should have. And like you want to cut your hair. Well, you're not attached to your physical. You're attached to how you feel. Yes. And that's the only you know, it, it, that's the only thing we should really care about. And that's about. the fear of the unknown is there's so many people that are going to judge no matter if who you are, what you're doing, what you mm-hmm. stand for, what you look like, period, point blank, period. Yeah. So if you can be able to say like those people, they're not less than or below me. They just don't understand what they don't know. Yeah. And so if there's someone who's never even internally digested how they live their life or never had an open-minded thought mm-hmm. of someone else's expression of identity yeah or only think there's one way to live yeah it's like those people even if you even if you were their exact like doppelganger mm-hmm. and did the same lifestyle they did they'd probably still find a way to think of you as less than oh yeah or put you down because they just don't understand how you are like yeah it's that closed-mindedness that keeps us closed-minded, right? Yeah. They're influencing us because we're like, uh, since they're not going to understand, let me make myself easier to digest. Mm-hmm. All we can do is just experience life and no one's going to always understand the same wisdom that we've gained because no two lives are exactly the same. So no one else is ever going to fully understand your wisdom and your choices and your experience of your journey on your path yeah. because they're on their own. They're too busy living theirs. Oh. So don't worry. Well, I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned Like at the current studio I'm at, my boss, Christina. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen someone so authentically, and we were talking about this earlier, yeah. just like so authentically in their power. And that power isn't received by all people as a positive thing, um, but it's received by so many as, as a positive such thing. an empowering example. Yes. Mm-hmm. If she had listened to the voices that said no, she wouldn't be making such an impact on people like me that say yes. Yeah. And so it's just like, and but that vision had to come from her by herself. There wasn't this community backing her up in the beginning. Um, and she wasn't attached to the outcome. She didn't know what it would look like. Right. But she, she just, trusted herself. Yeah. She just like went with what felt good and yeah. it's, it's progressed. And I think that's where I'm at in my individual journey is just like, I don't know what things look like. Coming. Right. I, I would never imagine me sitting here on my couch with my cats playing with your hair, <laughs> recording a podcast, you know, in Scottsdale. I'm from Oregon, yes. for goodness sakes. And it's like, you can't, you, there's no way of the knowing plan. and that's just okay. But what everything that I did up to this point, including the mistakes I made and the pivots that I had to make, yes. like they got me here and what a cute little moment to like live in. Right. So, oh my God, I'm like yeah. obsessed. You're yeah. full of little juicy gems. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes. 
<laughs> I'm just like, I think it's just, I, I'm not attached to any outcomes anymore. I have goals, but there's a difference. Right. And it's like, even, you know, entering like you and I's friendship, like we can't even remember when we met because when we met, we weren't like, that's my best friend and yeah. I'm obsessed and, and I'm it. attached to yeah, you. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's just been this beautiful fluid thing that's formed. And I appreciate you so much more for it. Cause it's like, I had my two first rides and you were at both. And I was yes. like, what? And I just think that when we, life's going to give you what's meant for you, no matter how hard you try. So you might as well sit back and lower Enjoy your cortisol and just have a good time, lower fam. Your, lower your cortisol. Listen up, fam. I'm cortisol. Get it, tatted, get it tatted. Lower your cortisol. Lower that cortisol. Oh, I see. <laughs> up the caffeine, lower the cortisol. Oh Let's rage. So. Yes. Yeah, I love this. And I think there's so much to just enjoy along the journey. And we all are going to attract you know, people that see us in that light and mm-hmm. see that as far as an inspiration and see it. I mean, if you're someone who's connected with setting goals, but not the outcome, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to just be inspired by those kind of people too yeah. and be around them and be drawn to them. So when you've seen my goals fail and you've seen just, new ones form. Yes. <laughs> I mean, same. So we've all, we're all just figuring it out. And I think there's so much to be learned and like, this podcast, I'm not going to do it for the rest of my life. And that's okay. Cause I'm going to learn so much through this experience. I already have, like, I yeah. already know the joy that I can feel without the outcome from this. Yeah. And, and it's prepping you for your next beautiful chapter. Cause yes. you two are meant for absolute, absolute greatness. So Thank you. excited to be here oh my on my God. couch with you. Thank you. I'm like, <laughs> what an honor to be here. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and just rounding things up. Mm-hmm. And I have two questions for you, Colin. Yeah. So miss Colin, mm-hmm. Of the myriad of options. Yes. What do you think is Miss Collins' superpower? Hmm. I think my superpower truly is to make others feel seen. Like, I think that the Lord hath blessed me and cursed me with extreme (laughs) empathy and energy. Um, But... I just think that the people around me, at least I hope, they feel seen by me. Yes. And they, I can look at them and, yes. and they know that. So we all need that in our lives. So I just, one of the things that I hope I even touched on in the intro, but just like seeing each other without having to see each other. Yes. I'm like, there's a way that if you don't know, you know, you know yes, what I mean? Just absolutely. seeing each other. So, and accepting each other wholeheartedly. So 100%. I love that. I definitely agree. It's your superpower. <laughs> yeah. And then what do you like to do to stay grounded? Um, to stay grounded, honestly, I get in my head a lot because, Mm. you know, this, what we're talking about today is a practice, right? It's not, it's not perfection. It's about consistency. And so a practice that I've recently picked up literally in the most difficult year of my life, I looked up how to, how to calm my thoughts and journaling. I actually have my journal Journal right right here on the table. Yeah. I just, um, if for anyone who has a mind that goes a million miles a minute and needs to verbally, you know, affirm themselves with other people, sometimes it's nice to not have other opinions involved, but have the conversation with yourself because that teaches you to trust yourself as well. So me and my intuition be working it out on the pages. Um, and it <laughs> doesn't over time. Yeah. We're putting in overtime. It doesn't always look pretty. Some days it, it you know, I, sometimes I practice my handwriting and just write the alphabet Literally. just to calm down. And some days it's like, I think that's a misconception me. about yeah. grounding practice in journaling journaling is such a hate to even say it like trendy thing at the moment yeah but I'm glad it is because it's very productive but what I would say about it is I remember when I went on the retreat with Priscilla and Brittany even I wasn't someone who really practiced journaling before Mm -hmm. that obviously like knew about it 
I don't claim to be like a reader or a writer. Like I'm a good writer. I've always have been, but I I don't really like enjoy just free flowing. Yeah. And so that was something, those are people who we met through and connected with too, ironically enough, but they were someone who taught me that you can just do a, they call it a brain dump. And I'm sure other people call it that too. It's just a really easy word to understand the concept of like, you can just literally write thoughts. Like I always thought journaling was like, as we all grow up thinking like dear diary and a recap of your day. And it's like, it can be that there's, there's no wrong way to do it. That's what's so great about it is like, you can literally practice the alphabet. You can like just put words, you can just put like ideas. It, you can put manifestations, you can put reflections, you can put every and everything, any and everything. So yeah. Anyways, just side tangent on like, I love it. I think it's such a good practice. I gave myself a pep talk this morning. Like I woke up feeling a little like overwhelmed and I said, you know, Hey girl, you're doing great. You know? And and even though it seems silly and cheesy, it's like, but that self talk. Yeah. You, what we say to ourselves, like our inner bitches is it like, it's so, it's so wild what we tell ourselves that no one else is thinking. And so if we can train her to be like kind to ourselves you know it's just wild how much more powerful we feel going into the day yes at the end of the day like in order to fill others cups you have to have a full one Mm -hmm. and like that can only be done between you and yourself and that's it and I'm just so grateful that you felt that embodiment I love watching your growth it's such a fun journey to watch and for someone who's gone through so much change so much rapid growth in the small amount of time I've known you. It's still just lots to come. Hopefully. So, so much to come. <laughs> Absolutely. And so much fun to be had along the way. Yes. So I'm just so grateful to be in your presence and have you on. And hopefully we inspired some people today. That's all I could ever hope. And I so appreciate you. I appreciate you. And if we didn't inspire them, we entertained them, fam. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's always the goal as well. Both and or. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for, and thank you for reaching out. This is fun. Yeah. Love you. Love you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of You're Grounded. Make sure to share this episode if it resonated with you and rate this podcast on whatever streaming platform you like to listen from. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. All social platforms are titled You're Grounded Pod. Until next time, stay grounded.